What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You. Boom. All right, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. This is Trevor, and we're uh, going to talk hardcore. We're catching up with what it takes. We have the full crew of what it takes. It's been since September, so we're going to just get some catching up. We're going to talk to Jack. Jack, what's up? How have you been in the last six months? How's hardcore been for you in the last six months? It's been good. Uh, I've started another band uh, called Collective Action. We're going to bring back the uniform choice sound and hardcore. So hopefully to have that demo out sometime soon. And then I've just been going to, I feel like I've gone to a fest every month this year so far, because I went to FYA, Disturbing the Peace, and then I hit something up in Montreal in February. So like I've been, I've been busy, loving the core, living the core. How was, how how what FYA looked like, I mean, over, I would say that might be like, like just from an outsider's perspective who didn't go to any of these might have mm-hmm. looks like possibly one of the best ones. Uh, if we're, I would have to say so. I mean, I think it was mind force where the pit took up the entire room long ways. Like you had to, when you entered the door in the back, the pit was there and it went all the way up to the stage. I mean, oh, Mind Force actually did that in uh, Tacoma too. Like they got Tacoma to literally back everyone up into the goddamn walls, into the into the uh, little concession area. Um, I've never seen um, real art, and it's been a very long time since. I haven't seen a pit look like this in Tacoma since that venue used to be called the Viaduct. It was mm. it was literally like about all like it was obviously a minier version of FYA because uh, just another gig is probably like a four hundred cap and they probably put an extra they somehow snuck an extra hundred in there mm. and they were like they were because it was just crazy the whole time to- the whole time like and that was cool also. Seeing people moshed, like, dude, people were going fucking ham to a morning star. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that they got a really good reaction over there and at, uh, I think, at LDB. So, like, that's crazy. Like, there's parts, like, moshing to not traditional mosh parts. Like, Hmm. like, like, they're, like, they're just, they're noodly metalcore parts. People during a noodly metalcore part where I didn't expect someone to be flying in my direction. They did, and they fucking knocked this fucking fan. Somebody would have almost sliced their fucking arm open because they knocked into the fan. The fan was just, like, spinning with the blade out. (laughs) And I was like, this is not, like, there was a lot more bands, like, six, seven years ago that had had this sound, and nobody was moshing. uh, Oh, dude, hell no. To a band like this. Not even. So... There was also that kind of um there's also that that type of like that uh the the vein mosher type uh mm-hmm. attitude that's how not no you no no like uniformed hoodies but that's that's how it felt like the twenty eighteen uh vein moshers 
Um, that's that's the that was the vibe I was kind of um, gathering from from that. But yeah, I kind of like that because they're they're on days, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, the, the whole days like record label, like I think they're doing exceptionally well this past year and the year before. I think they have that kind of whole vibe for all their bands. I mean, like you're just like Mosh Warrior kind of shit. Like, did Bane's on days? No, they're not on days, but they have the same sound. You know what I mean? Like they're like, I guess they're still on Post Basket. Yeah, last time I remember. I don't know. I feel like days this year has been like just straight ignorant metalcore. It is, and a matter of fact, the first track is that we're playing is on days yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty ignorant let's let's move this over to the other jack yeah let's uh let's let's talk let's talk about the uh the youngest uh straight edge kid in your town Uh, (laughs) x jack x that's me yeah all right let's talk given we've we've talked uh jack's hardcore credentials like probably a few times before let's talk let's talk about Let's uh let's talk about yours. What let's give give us a a quick hardcore history. How did you have were you born hardcore? <laughs> um the uh the first time I remember listening to anything hardcore is I listened to Minor Threat in 4th grade. I remember I had I had three punk CDs because I wanted to get into that kind of music because it's uh, like music in general has always been a thing since I was you know, like really little, but I remember wanting to listen to punk. And so my dad's coworker bought me a Ramon CD. And then my mom bought me a um, Green Day CD. And then from those two bands, I found out about Minor Threat. Hmm. And so the seed planted early. And then over the past like year and a half, something like that, I've gotten into it. Cause I kind of, I kind of migrated over from emo, you know? So I kind of started off as a Midwest emo kid, and then I got into like you know Moss Icon and Rides of Spring and things like that. And that kind of transitioned me over. I can I that tracks. I I see I see it I see it in the remnants of the of the haircut and the and the glasses over here. <laughs> <laughs> those all seem like ex- those all seem like really logical conclusions. <laughs> Dude, if you saw my outfit right now. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you look like you could be a like rev, like Revolution Summer type. But I'm wearing a minor threat shirt. Oh, no, no. oh yeah. shit! There you go. Oh, there's yeah. no, there's very much a rev a rev summer look uh, to you right now. Um, so, w- so Jack one, I believe we're gonna go Jack one, Jack two. Uh, okay. Um, other Jack, OG Jack for this show um mentioned that which i feel like which one of you guys i've i'm i'm losing my train of thought but i'm trying to remember which one does the most uh, intense research for the for the for the what it takes honestly the, well, honestly this year uh, young jack is has got it i mean we have um I like a google doc that we both share and i think right now it's at what like Oh God! How many? I think it's in full. It's like three or four hundred, right? It, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot. And it's only we're not even through March. It's like three or four hundred bands that we have on there, just like things we've listened to. And then they they take it a step further and have gone like every hardcore thing they've ever listened to. Like they're cataloging everything that like enters the eardrums. I have like oh. I have a full doc and stuff like that. No, that's that's smart because I for I'm. 
I forgot what I just fucking ate. So like, <laughs> like with hardcore and doing this show, like I need to be more, um, more spreadsheet oriented. Um, cause that's a lot of stuff. That's a, I was proud of myself a couple times this year because I know that I was able to get a few things out on my show before mm-hmm. you got, before y'all got it on. Shit. Well, that's impressive. Cause I feel like the, uh, aside from like maybe you and like Spencer at Scope Exposure, like there's only a handful of people that are really getting like, like their forearm deep into like what's going on in hardcore. Cause there's some, there's so much good shit, man. It was hard to honestly pick 10 songs for like the episode. I had to like go back and forth with young Jack about like what we're picking literally on the drive here. I called big like, is there any way we can make like a last minute edition? <laughs> no, I it's and I want to keep it this way because it's been a cool I've stolen of some slight ideas from y'all and keeping it real like real deep. So so it's because there's so many Spotify playlists with like the with all this like the most popular stuff i'm playing right now is um i mean zulu which is really we're gonna be get to that we're gonna get to some flat spot stuff we're gonna get to some bigger um things but i try to not play it very often um just because i'm not trying to take away too much from their streaming and their like the things that they're that they're doing but oh yeah i mean they already have an impressive platform because like i've said it a number of times uh that flat spot is probably has like the best like PR and just like team all together to put their bands up. Cause all of their bands are doing great. Like every single one that like, you can't like regulates doing, doing just fine. Zulu's taking over the world. And then scow obviously like they're playing probably like what five or 10 festivals in Europe this year. I mean, they're and doing the, great. And the U S doing great. Oh yeah. Yeah. TUI is back TU, Yeah. The trapped under rice is back. I'm hoping that we get a new record from Trapped in Rice this year. That'd be my. That'd be my. That ain't happening. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second because we'll have we have something that kind of ties that together with one of the with one of the tracks. Um, yeah. not the not the direct track, but the other track. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that part, of course. But let's get to Straight Edge. Let's get my fucking rants out of the way. We're gonna hey, go play, for it. <laughs> we're gonna play fucking um, X Weapon X. So here's let's just talk about the music for a second. They do their uh, world of pleasure um, split prequel. I really like the world right now on the first listen. I am I'm a I'm an ex I'm a weapon uh, demo guy. That demo, mm-hmm. love love it. Demos. This, this so going going out the gate with only a couple of listens in for this for this uh, split world of pleasure is. Uh, is doing it for me. Mm-hmm. It really doing it for me. Um, but for the straight edge, um, this is, I'm just, uh, for someone I'm, thir- I'm 34. Um, I didn't start, I didn't start, um, being straight edge till I, till about 10 years ago. Um, I, I thought it was silly at first. And then I was like, ah, uh, this is what I want to do. And all the motherfuckers, all the motherfuckers, all the kids, all the everybody that I grew up with was like so the people that like 
were trying to even talk me into it before I made the decision by myself are no longer straight edge. And and all off of silly shit. The fucking the fucking seltzer craze, the fucking uh. bullshit, <laughs> the all the fucking bullshit and like ha- and I'm I get to hear all my friends who who went for it for over a decade, 15 years, now just want want to chill at the show and drink a fucking seltzer. I'm like, "Ooh, I'm like just don't I don't mind if you do that. Just don't fucking don't fucking be straight edge then. Don't just don't do it. Don't this is my my fucking advice to the kids. If you're going to do it, do it. If you're thinking about doing it, make sure you just you actually just you keep doing it. Like <laughs> yeah. don't the, like don't like if it just because you see some cool fucking merch or a cool fucking band, you can still like the band and not be straight edge. That's fucking fine. You can still like plenty of people like straight edge bands and not straight. Edge. I don't mind with that. Just don't be fucking straight edge if you if it's just like if you don't want to, if you if you're just like doing it because you saw a cool band. And if you're yeah. I mean you can do that, just don't fucking don't fucking break. Yeah, let me add to this. I'm going to say my piece and I'll let young Jack talk on being young and straight edge. I obviously was straight edge for like six years. And dude, I thought, yeah, yeah, I fucked around. And I'll tell you this. I think that's like one of the few things that I do regret in my life because like, obviously, like I didn't plan to have like a mental like breakdown or lapse when I was in college. So like, but even still, like I. I went for like a few years of doing like the boozing and like fucking smoking weed and whatever, but like, I've been sober for a long time now. And I just, it, to anyone out there that's like trying to like understand the straight edge logic. Cause I think that's the important thing that people miss is that the seriousness and the conviction of it, it's supposed to be like a lifelong commitment. It's not something like a phase or like, Oh, I'm going to do this while I'm into hardcore. Cause like the, the, what, what burns me and maybe I'm in the minority of, of opinions, breaking edge sucks, obviously, but like, all those people well, even so hurts more is when I have like people that like strip break edge and then they also drop out of hardcore. Like dog. Yeah. Were you ever a part of anything at all? Cause like I never I've never left hardcore. I'm still here after 12 years and I plan on being old as fuck in my 40s and 50s trying to mosh. But like you you, you gotta have yeah, you should you should take it seriously if you're gonna claim edge and, and, and pay respect to it. People aren't paying enough respect to the straight edge in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, and I hope that that is going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can say it from um, when I worked for that sold out fucking tsunami show. It's like mm. people get for these popular hardcore shows, they're treating it like it's the fucking club. Like, yeah, dude, people get people getting I don't like like the like, I don't care. Like the like the old metal dad going to the show, having a, having a drink. That's part that's part of the atmosphere. But like when I'm seeing some younger people getting absolutely sloshed and like losing their phone, not because they're moshing, but because they're fucking drunk. I'm like, this is my, this was my fucking day job for the better part of eight years, like working at, working at bars and shit. And I'm like, I don't fuck. I'm like, what? I was like, what the fuck's happening? Like, so, so, I mean, maybe those kids need, some of these kids do need straight edge, but like, if you don't just like, you don't have to do it, but if you do it, just actually do the thing. Like, yeah. 
do it do it li- do it lifelong don't fucking don't there's not a reason to fucking if you're if you're doing it there's not a fucking reason to break like yeah dude like side by side said you only live once so do it right mm. no absolutely <laughs> my, my whole my thoughts on this whole topic i feel like transition well into this song yeah you it. so i think it's being being young and straight edge obviously like not many teenagers and young adults are like committing to that because if you're going to get you know ignorant high school and college is kind of the time that people do stuff like that but i think the fad in the past couple of years of people claiming edge and then breaking edge and dropping out of hardcore it's like like it was just a phase or something yeah like that. i think where that comes from is i think when it first started being a movement, it was, you know, positive lifestyle, but still militant against drugs yeah. and alcohol. Yeah. But then you had bands like Judge, you know, doing the whole hate edge, you know, we're going to mess you up if you yeah. don't. Or if you, if you break or anything like that. But I think, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a PMA type of guy. I'm, um, you know, I'm in a youth crew. I'm in collective action. I'm in, the, <laughs> I'm, in I'm a youth crew kid. So I, I mess with the positive um, aspects of that thing, but I think the youth crew movement inadvertently like made it so much about positivity and inclusivity. People felt like, well, I can just do whatever I want. And I'll be, you know, welcomed into the scene like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? That is a kind of a fair point. I feel like I don't think that was the intention. No, no, yeah, because I think you can. It, it kind of like what you were saying now. If like the kids at the tsunami show, like I feel like hardcore and i've had a lot of my friends say this recently because like you can see it at, at pretty much any major scene hardcore is for everyone but it is not for everyone you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it, you're you, you're supposed to allow the freaks like me and everyone else in there but like you gotta adopt the values and stuff it's like it's not like it's a space where you can just fuck around and like do whippets and fucking circle pit like you gotta you know you gotta like Gotta have some conviction. Yeah, you have some conviction or find your place in there. It's just not a it's not a, a freak circus show. Yeah. But I well, think I generally think... the the uh sorry. Um no, go ahead. Um I think the scene generally should be very welcoming and uplifting, but I think particularly if you're gonna claim edge and make it a lifelong commitment, it's important that you are very clear about drawing your line in the sand about yeah. those sort of thing. And I say that because I think the recent wave of really heavy straight edge bands and really angry straight edge bands is kind of, you know, like driving the point home that, hey, this is a serious commitment. You oh, know? yeah, that's what I think. And, and no, no cure and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like for in the early 2000s and like early 2010s, straight edge was youth crew straight edge was mindset and you know bands like mindset that. the first step you had some bands that are like no tolerance that kind of brought it home but like it's still very positive i think people need to like get smacked around a little bit who knows yeah you know? it's, like, it's like it's like having bands like that that are really heavy and really like mm-hmm. listen to us i think is really important for something like that yeah so. it can it can be if 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 there's like some maturity in it and not just like, mm-hmm. you know, I think I've had, I've talked to some and some really good straight edge bands, really good, younger straight edge, heavier bands. And I, it's more of 
the straight anger um and nothing and no and there's not there's no nuance i'm not trying to come with straight anger i am i am like annoyed i'm more of disappointed dad of let's 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 figure this out you don't have to be straight edge no one's telling you and it's okay not to be just mm. if you do it commit don't mm. it's it's fucking weird when i'm like have these people who are super way more hyped up than i was i might have done one so one of my old bands uh rainfest somebody uh a drunk driver right at the last right at the end of rainfest ran into into the qfc by uh by numos and mm. oh basically in like uh we were able to get uh pull this girl out of the way that was with us because she almost got fucking slammed into the store and she would have died like so i went on the most we went and played a show like a after show down mm. in eugene um and uh i did the most militant fucking straight edge rate of just like you fucking pieces of shit i like you deserve to fucking die like, <laughs> like, don't fucking yeah. do this. You don't listen to our fucking band. If you fu- like, go go dig your fucking grave. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I think it should be positive, and I think it should be uplifting. But I think where the anger should come from in bands like that is, I think it's a very serious personal commitment. So I think the anger and the sort of I, 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 I guess the integrity, the anger comes from integrity. Yeah. The anger comes from, this is how I live. You don't have to do this, but I'm drawing my line. And I think that's really cool. And I think the last thing I'll say on it before we get off <laughs> too far is that I think one thing that's difficult for people that are claiming edge and then they like break like those type of people and then just like newer kids in general, I don't think people really truly grasp the limited time span that we have here like they're kind of like the mentality like oh we can do whatever we want life's just a huge party and that's cool like you you and you should enjoy your life but like know that it can be taken away at any point in time and like you have a limited amount of time so you should in my opinion and anyone can do whatever they want you should live it with purpose whatever it is you know like i got shit that i live for hardcore other commitments that i got and like I, I don't I don't want to be just like frivolous with my time and then look back and be like damn I, I fucking wasted my, all my youth. I'm gonna get one more time before we uh get into this straight edge mosh track. As an older person, I have my vices. I have some I, I drink some sugar, some some some, some fucking caffeine. Um Ian said Makai said it was okay. He said fuck you. Uh, so but like it ain't getting any better for some for some of us older folks and people in our 30s and get so like you got to fucking take care of yourselves and i think this is like another reason why i commit because i'm like i don't want to i'm not gonna i'm not going to do fucking is i i eat i'm getting i'm uh moving as far away from some trash food as i can i'm Mm. not trying to uh we talked about it on one of the last because we had a a health vegan um person on for the last episode mm-hmm. and um um slowly moving away from 
sometimes I can't fucking help myself. Uh, no, one, day, yeah. one, of, one of these days. So that's why I was like, I'm not going to add alcohol and I'm not going to add fucking, um, I'm not going to add McDonald's burgers into the fucking, into the fucking mix. Ian like, Mackay said, I can have me a sweet tea. That's right. <laughs> Ian Mackay said, I can have a Baja blast. He, he sanctioned this. God bless. You know what's fucked up is, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it before, and, it, and hopefully I'm not breaking the news to you, but they have the alcoholic uh, Baja Blast. Oh, fuck. They, dude, they, have, they, have hard, they have hard Bojangles sweet tea. Dude, I know. They're, they're, fuck, they're <laughs> fucking everything up for, for, for that. That's, like, this, dude, but there's no fucking way it's good. I'll never know. I'll never fucking yeah. know. I'm never going to know, but... Uh, do I get my? Do I oh, get the plot my... twist is that it actually t- tastes the exact same, and you're drinking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> they just—it's—it's it's literally they just switched it out to to alcohol to alcoholic Baja Blast. I mean, they they have they have the the those kind of Taco Bells over here on the West Coast, right? What are they called? Like the the cantinas. Special, the cantinas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty sick. Those are like sick to a point like i because obviously half my friends aren't straight edge so like like but they look cool inside like they look cooler than the average taco bell oh yeah they have like a like a lounge kind of feel like i I could chill here for a couple hours yeah and the presentation is just nicer it looks like they put a lot more care into the food too and the Mm. uh, like it literally like I, i don't have to if I ask for a grilled bean burrito. It looks, it just looks like they actually took the time to just thrown it on for two seconds, get a couple grow marks. And so it's, it's interesting. That's what, at least the one that I believe that was the one in Vegas that I went to. That's definitely um, uh, like that. I'm also, I'm also a, a four punch straight at straight edge. I'm very, I'm, I'm pro roll the dice. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'm st- I'm not that addicted, is, not addicted is, to gambling, not addicted, but. I like that. Like I'm not a gambler, but like it's always fun to see people toss the dice and see who wins big. You know, it's cool. I'm down also, for it. Also, fucking, uh, I think it's fucking Ta- it's Taylor Young. He's fucking. One of the youngs has been fucking. Oh, Colin up. Young, yeah, Colin, yeah, he, Colin, yeah. he's been fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> he made his money back from what he said on the episode. I think he was down eighteen hundred and then got it all back. So, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been sweating bullets, man. I'm so, so, so before we get into the track, shout out Taco Bell, yeah, shout out Dice, shout out Dice, yeah, shout out Straight Edge, shout out Straight Edge. That's all you need. It's yeah. So, so this will be the opening little part. We'll we'll go close. We got we got like ten songs to do, so we'll 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 tighten it up as we uh, go along, uh, you listeners out there, and we're we'll get some more music on this episode. We'll be back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Kind of strange, like you might be dangerous. Well, of course, I'm dangerous. This one wasn't meant to break. Your fucking knees! 
All right, we're back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. It is a What It Takes episode. We're we're back after six long months of uh, not having Jack and the other Jack. Hang, uh, and we're we're going through ten songs as we normally do. We start off with Weapon X, Paid in Blood. Uh, I I know LDB had a lot. Of, they played LDB this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They actually played the split like back to back. So I think it was uh weapon x and then world of pleasure right after i'm interested so all i've seen from ldb right now is uh i believe it's that uh clip from kublacon with the the wheel the the wheelchair stage dive um, yeah Did you, have you seen the the volcano wall of death no they did the I, wall haven't. Of, I dude haven't. that looks is so insane i've never i haven't seen a wall of death i don't think since i saw him broken wings back in like 2011 it, it was just crazy to see that at a festival Dude, they did um, that. For, they did that for Ingrown. Ingrown at um at Sound of Fury. Really? Sound of oh, Fury. Oh shit! Okay. Hmm. So they did some. They did some crazy like real metal festival shit. Um and and it's been coming back like as we're getting new kids and in, into this. It's like reviving some really late nineties two thousands uh, Ozfest shit for moves, and I like it. Dude, Anderson told me um, Anderson's in collective action with us, and he went to LDB um, by himself actually, and he slept in his car, which is really funny. Mad respect for the young head sleeping in the car. Yeah, it's dude. fucking cold, dude. I heard it's fucking cold as shit out there. And, and he slept in his car, dude, and he saw every band. Yeah, but um, no, he told me that Pain of Truth set got concerningly violent. Concerningly, <laughs> violent? I don't do, <laughs> which is just wonderful. That's gonna be the record of the year. Whenever that drops, it's it's coming so soon. Are they supposed to put out an LP? Yeah, the LP's coming this year, I think. Like so, it's. Go ahead. So let's move to let's move on to the UK. We've played this trip. We played this band before, um, earlier in the year when it dropped, um, back in early February. But we got Pest Control. Um, we played. Uh, we're gonna play. Don't test the pest. I believe last 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 track um, we played one of the first tracks off of that. But this band, when I first saw it, I was definitely had. Um, I I like the I like the art. It it really did have like just an old. It looked like I was like this has to be like very old school thrash influence. The way this the way the artwork it was like panned out but when i heard it i was like holy shit this could be like the uk version of fucking uh dead hate dead heat with a little bit of fucking drain in here like yeah. they, they would do fucking they would this band would do fucking killer on like a tour with one of those with one of those bands like for us like they i i feel the same energy listening to it yeah, no, and I, I, that's actually the, I'm glad you mentioned the album art because that's what kind of caught my eye when I first saw it because it's like there's vibrant like blues and greens. Like it, it's hard to miss. Like you saw it at a record store, you pick it up to at least like see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes that band talented, I'm pretty sure they're from Leeds, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they share a member with Big Cheese. That's a, the talented band in itself. Big Cheese? <laughs> you're, you're, you're too young to know what Big Cheese is. They're, they're like, they're so active. I mean, like they're, they're, popping bike before the pandemic yeah they like um they just like are like dominant like i said i think you could like put them with like 
a dead heat tour you could put them with denial of life and do like a full like another full us that'd be a I great just, tour that'd be actually denial of life pest control tour would be a fucking in killer tour the tours the videos from the current denial of life tour look really good yeah i was really happy that they did that i'm glad that there's like more full us is slowly happening because i mean you had that prowl still touring i think right now from montreal yep they're gonna and... be here this week oh yeah uh, is it, are they with dose no it's just them it's just that wait maybe i hope if it's if dose is because i think dose got couldn't do the canadian shows for some reason but i thought they were doing some of the pacific northwest Dude, I if can't they remember. are i'm gonna fucking lose my shit because that like after we i think we played dose on the last one and i've been i've been loving that i've been loving that fucking record like that would be uh now i have now i have to find out because also like uh we i talked before we started like uh saber zombie is doing a oh no they're not there's no it's it's just a prowl um which is still good you know still, I mean, kill, still killer still killer um but uh Sabretooth Zombie is playing at the at the house down the street from my uh from my apartment and I'm like that's a fucking blast from the past right there. That's crazy. it's crazy. Um so going into uh pest control mm. uh yeah, this is I think the energy would like go I think this is the right type of crossover that would hit really well over here. I was going to say one thing since you mentioned old school, I feel like this is more in like the leeway camp than most of the crossover and thrash that we've been seeing. That's more heavier tinged. I feel like if you like like the old school crossover from like yeah. the late eighties and maybe early nineties, you probably like pest control more than some of the other bands. We've mentioned. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Cause obviously like people love listening to Lee, Lee Ray, uh like leeway fucking I, I don't know what the kids think about leeway these days or this type of um that type of uh crossover. I'm not gonna put you on the spot. I was gonna say I was like, how do you how do you feel about leeway? Leeway is dude. Dude, leeway is exceptional. I'll have to we'll have to talk about that after the episode. Um I'll say I don't know if I mentioned, but I mean I saw them at this is hardcore. I mean, they had a full audience, people crying. I mean, he played an exceptional set and didn't miss a note. So I mean, I think they still hold up. I'm I'm happy about that because, like, yeah, we could talk about that. It's it's not relevant to to this conversation in new hardcore, but I'm I'm a gigantic uh, leeway fan, so I'm like, uh, yeah, well, we can go, we can we can talk about that uh, another time. So let's just uh, since we talked so much the last time, let's the uh, play don't test the pest, and uh, we'll be back with some more hardcore. You listen to Dead Air.
back once again. Dead air, hardcore radio going down the line. Uh, we played pest control with don't test the pest. Up next, we're going to play. We always end up playing some, something um, from somewhere far. We, we, <laughs> we try to do we try to do uh, worldwide hardcore up in here and we're going to play speech odd from Bangkok, Thailand. I've been trying to keep up with y'all. This was one that never even hit my radar. Uh, okay. So I I love it. I love the like if this was in the US would this be considered a proper power violence band or what would you what would you think I, I would the internet say, what would people on the internet say for because I like I think from someone who is I could not I don't know I, what uh people in Thailand's outlet to hardcore would be mm-hmm. other than the internet. So like, like, I mean, I think, I think this would be, I mean, I think their sounds kind of closer to like the original style of like power violence. And it, when you were like explaining that a second ago, like I was thinking like, if you think about like all the Japanese hardcore and like some of the stuff that sticks in like to Eastern Asia and Southeast Asia, they like, it's almost kind of preserved in amber over there. Like the two things that they do really well over there, as far as like preserving like like true form to style, is like the power violence stuff and youth crew. They actually have like modern youth crew bands that aren't fringe and don't suck and are really like energetic. So I feel like they've captured some of those older elements of power violence. And Man, I wish we weren't cringe and didn't suck. We don't. We're not cringe yet. No, not not yet. And we don't suck yet. No. That's the first show we will though. Yeah, probably so. But yeah, no, I think it's cool, especially being a three-piece. Like I'm always judgmental on bands that have less than four members. I don't know why. Like three pieces and two pieces just like immediately turn off for me, but they make it work. So I gotta give them props. What about ingrown? Ingrown is a fucking three-piece. That too. Yeah, I mean that too. No, no, that is a fucking that they that sets the stage for three-piece energy right there it's fucking i wouldn't want them to be any anything else like the way that they play like in the way that they present on stage mm-hmm. and the and the way they fucking like when they when they play and do the vault it's just like it's it the stage presence is perfect yeah no it, it, it's killer i just i feel like there's a lot of bands especially like when i'm like researching stuff that say there'll be three pieces and i'm like you more most definitely need to have another person in this band. Like it, it, it sounds empty and it just, I don't know, but yeah, maybe it's, maybe you're proving me wrong though. And grown's good. And, uh, speech. This is really, this is really good. And, and obviously I haven't seen any videos, but potential to be really fucking, uh, uh a sick live show. So as oh, yeah. I'm looking, as I'm looking, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, and that's okay. Broken, like some broken English. When I'm looking at the lyrics, so some of it, I'm not, we talked about how some of it's uh, not like some of it isn't. Enti- yeah. There's, it's like half and half, half when I'm looking at. Yeah. It. They're doing like a little bit of a split between like the two different languages. And I, I respect that. I almost like it better when bands like try to like incorporate their own like languages and because i feel like people cater so much to english that like i mean that's fine i mean that's the only language that i know but like i think this says something when you hear bands that are either like all in spanish or it's all in thai and it's like you get some of that more authentic like word like placing and like it, it seems more organic 
I like this. Uh, for we're gonna play fuck. Uh, so f u c x coup. Um, fuck coup. Stupid government fake democracy. You are. Is that what the song is called? Probably yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That those are the lyrics. At least from. I think there's more in there, but that's all there. That's all there. I think that there's more that it more supposed to be more lyrics in that. I swear I heard more than just that, but um, that's all they have for the lyrics for this song. Well, right, let's get into it then. We're gonna go, we're gonna do not gonna, entry. Gonna go <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll be back. Dead air. Blackout. Kana raksa kwam sango pangchat. Shabab tinung. Song panharo has it yet. Young. Tankokum amat tankokum. Up next, so be- before that, we played Speech Odd, Fuck Coup. Up next, NEG. God forgives, NEG don't. Uh, we're going to, NEG's got a, a new uh, record coming out on Triple B sometime in May. Uh, they dropped a couple songs. Uh, the one we're going to play, I think, caught my ear the most. I don't mm-hmm. know how you feel about I don't know how you feel about the 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 one that isn't is it's not as moshy um for sure it's more uh catchy it's more catchy and earwormy uh yeah not that break down, not that mosh can't be an earworm but like there's yeah. some elements that I was like I'm feeling this one just a little bit more um go on Jack I was just going to say like yeah I I listened to both tracks and I think people probably excited about the the second track on that the head justice trip which i think is it's exceptional uh, always to hear his voice on something but i think justice trip is man yeah I, <laughs> I think he um i think like the way that never any games progressed from like the lp to like the ep they put out a while back this i feel like that's memories is like the track that's perfect transition like they've they've gone from being just like ridiculously kind of heavy and just a little groovy to being like more groovy and like the earworm stuff like you're saying and i think i'm almost curious to see like how many tracks on the the full length record they have coming out are going to be like that because the two promo tracks are kind of different 
ones that are a little bit more like anthemic and kind of like I could see being the last track of of the record. And this one's like very, very much like groovy. So I'm wondering if it's going to be more like the first track, like memories, or is it going to be like the the track of justice on it? I don't know. I like, and I like, obviously, I like the crowbar crowbarry singing in the oh in yeah the, in 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 the tracks so like so i listened to the one with justice um at least like on first listen and this is me like it takes some for some songs it'll take me a while like mm-hmm. for to for something to stick with me but the thing the justice part was the one was the part of that song that stuck with me the most like when i heard the ju- like i was like this is like oh this is cool and then Justice was like all right because every time justice gets on a mosh track it's that's like uh it's sick like that's probably like it's the way i want to hear justice yeah. perform vocals you can um, plug ht here oh for, for oh yeah yeah the real quick uh, we the other day one of my other bands hostile take that we did a trapped under ice cover just for fun and it was surprising to see how many people like were were able to dig back. I feel like some of the like newer kids, like maybe they like listen to Heat Wave first and like don't know what to think about Trapped Under Ice or just never seen them, but like they could get down to it. So like it's good to see that like Justice is still a prominent feature and like his music still carries on. Cause I mean shit, it's been I'm trying to think here, like six years since the demo drew, I think in 2007. Yeah. So I mean he's still he's still killing it. Um and like features this brought me back it's not as good but it's one of the best better like it's the best way i've heard justice in almost a decade almost i don't hate angel dust at all i like the first yeah. couple the first couple uh angel dust records and i think the newer stuff is fun in its own right uh, mm-hmm. but uh but this reminds me of the best part but the best justice part ever in my opinion, is when he featured on that pulling teeth track. Like oh, that, shit, that's a deep cut. I literally forgot about that. That pulling teeth track, like when, like I, I, I uh, encourage um, younger cats if they if they liked any of the older TUI material to please check that check that feature out because it's just it's punishing. It's so good, like. Pulling Teeth is nice. good as its own right, and it and it comes out because Pulling Teeth has its own uh, distinct style. And then when Justin Justice gets on that track, it's just it's so fucking good. It was like like this was when I first uh, listened to it because I still like at this point I was like right out of high school, so I still had a couple older heads that were showing me some stuff mm-hmm. here, here and there, here and there, right out right as I was like graduating so i was like so he's like this is one this will this part will make me mosh like this like this like like i had people that were in their late 20s being like the i'm i've stopped moshing fully but this part like and the old heads around here like loved pulling teeth um same with uh saber zombie um but uh yeah so that justice part kids listen to it it's 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 heavy um so but uh any g so yeah no but uh i've always liked i've always liked never ending game um still the er, i'm still fan of their earliest like stuff i believe it's the 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 material they put out right before the 
right before their record. Um, yeah, like uh, the demo, and I think I got a promo of something like that. Yeah, it, I I I like it. I like the um, that's probably some of the best stuff. I'm not a demo. I'm but like some of the stuff that um, I'm not always a demo guy, but there are some things where I'm like that is the that demo is just is 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 mosh yeah i mean it's a reason they still play some of those tracks when they play live so i mean it, it holds a, yeah no there's a couple tracks where it's like there is something about the demo that just gave a little bit more intensity than uh than some what then when some of them got re-recorded onto the um onto the first record but still um also back i'm still having i still haven't uh i'm not writing the pain of truth uh train yet i still haven't like hmm. listened to it i hasn't it has not uh stuck with me yet maybe one of the, one of these days Call you've seen him probably like a, a few times right like once, I've seen or twice. once the dude okay. people people liked it but also like i gotta understand i'm like i'm helping out with the with the festivals when I'm doing, when they're coming, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm helping, I'm helping like I'm, I'm, I'm like usually working at the venue. So I'm like, um, I'm on my feet all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Not getting, not usually like an hanging out for every goddamn band, barely walking, barely. So at some points, the fatigue is setting in yeah. <laughs> and so, you start like not like being able to pay like full attention to the band, which is yeah, like, yeah. and it's not because I'm not having the choice, the I'm not having the option to go sit something out. So, so, so that's where, cause that was like, I think this year Simul- Simulacra was good, but by the time Simulacra hit the stage, I'm like, this is good, but my feet are fucking killing me. <laughs> like, like I listened, I was like, cause, cause I've been listening. Like this was a band. It's like this was an anticipated mosh band for me, cause I was like, it's the the that was stuff where the earlier stuff didn't stick with me, but the the newer material, uh, um, is a lot is a lot better in my opinion. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. The infection spreads is like a, a really good record, and I'm always down to see them live. It's because like Dom's a force, both in the pit and on stage. So. All right. So, let, so let's hit let's hit never ending game and we'll uh, be back. Somebody with the memory 
We played some never-ending game. Up next, we're gonna have a uh, young Jack, new Jack, uh, <laughs> talk, learn us some new straight edge with X means to an end. X. We played them earlier in the year. What, what time did it? What time of year did this get? This came out. This came out in January. Yeah, we played that. I uh, remember citing uh, Cast Aside, which uh, we just talked a bunch of old mid two thousands like uh mosh music some metalcore hybrid type stuff um and i i felt like i was i was speaking another language but uh why don't y'all talk about uh x means to an end x because i like it it's fun for me yeah x means to an end x is really i think it's cool that they're from the middle of nowhere because yeah. and like, like i i can kind of I can relate to them on that level, you know. Where it's like we're trying to we're trying to build a scene. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just like in the middle of Southwest Virginia, middle of beautiful Appalachia, mm-hmm. and they're in the middle of barren Canada, <laughs> the plains. Yeah, with nothing to do. And they released it in January too, so you know they had nothing else going really? on. But I mean, I, I have to say it's like a strong first. Like, like pay attention to what's going on in Canada, and like I think like just hearing that they're good, like. I was pretty taken aback. Like, what oh, do you yeah. do? You, what do you think about it holding up to like other bands, like what we played at the first, like the first song, like what the next? Do you think that they're of the same caliber, kind of like as far as like the straight edge, like in your face kind of shit? Yeah, I think so, but I think in a different way. Um, I think means to an end. I think the, the the one thing that really stands out to me about means to an end is that I feel like you don't hear vocals like they have and a lot of heavier hardcore like i feel like whenever you start getting into like the drop c and drop b you know super chunky groovy riffs you get like never ending game type vocals you get like like the the rough sounding stuff that kind of like depending on like how you present it it can sound all the same yeah together yeah Yeah. and so i think it's really cool that they're kind of taking a page out of they, they have an almost like screamo style vocalist which i think is really sick yeah, I can see that. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're really on that militant straight edge wave, but I think they're also a lot of fun, you know, just because they have that unique vocal style and they also have that unique riff style. 
Yeah, because like you were saying, the cast aside stuff, like I don't. It's, it's only been 20 years now, right? I think it's 2004. For cast aside? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're going, you're, you're coming out a little bit on that, on that part. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I was asking about cast aside. I think the, that one record came out in 2004, the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. I can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's what you're, that's what, that's about, that's about the, the era. So having bands, I think it's a, pretty appropriate to have bands i mean right now we're not in the we're not in the 2010s where there was a strict uh time where people were moving to to a uh, um distinct era it's kind of all across the map with like it's been all across the map for the past like three years with sounds there are like distinct driving sounds of course we talk about like with the really heavy mosh that's what is selling out um hardcore tours and um that that is but like overall for the scene people are going to see just about everything um and i think this is people should definitely check like i think cast aside still holds up a hundred percent oh dude it definitely does and i think if you if you know the lore about it like i remember hearing as a young kid when i was young jack's age from like older heads like yeah i went to the last cast aside show and you could hear people getting hit in the face over like the sound of the instruments and it's just like that level of fucking madness in the pit so like i could imagine i don't know how many shows this band's played but like i could imagine their sets are hopefully like this i'm seeing stuff from band like i just saw something from um the Jamie pot, the not Josta podcast, but the other ex Jamie X podcast oh, of a yeah, yeah. There, there was a band. There's a band. I've never fucking seen them in my my life, and they're just like people were just beating their at like people like so. It's really cool to see that. Like I was just like it was it was a mod, it was a kind of that style of band, and I was like. I think I'm sure people are going nuts. Like I'm, I love, I love seeing that. Like I was like, I was like, I've never, this name is, is I, I usually will at least remember the name of a band, but I'm like, yeah, there's like, it's cool. Just seeing every band have people that are, that are just ready to beat ass. Oh yeah. The energy, the, the energy hasn't really dissipated that much since the, the end of the pandemic, you know, quote unquote, I feel like people are still jazzed up and like, it's evident when you see like tsunami selling out almost every show they're they're playing. So hey, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more more straight edge. Don't fucking don't fucking break mosh, mosh to the straight edge bands. Whether I mean honestly, whether you're straight edge or not, I don't know how. Like, it's up to it's up to you if you want to be that guy. Um, if the singer calls out, this is for the straight edge kids, and then you're not straight edge and you fucking mosh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one, but. I think you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. At that point, it's your fault. You do you. Yeah. Just do it right. Do it the way I want you to fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> Everybody listen to Trevor. <laughs> Shout out Dead Air. Yeah. Woo. Dead All right, Air Straight Edge. De- dude, it, it really is Dead Air Straight Edge. It's big. Dead Air X, dude. It, it is. That's why I'm. Uh, that's my fucking. That's my fucking TikTok uh, handle. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
I'm glad you're on the TikTok. I need to get, I think, on the TikTok game. I've watched enough reels. Like, I need to know what's happening now. <laughs> what it TikTok. So, yeah, yeah. So what it TikToks. Yeah. That's but those are the people that'll come up and talk to you about hardcore because they don't they're in, they're interested because I'm like half the people that come and talk to me is because I do like the TikToks, the videos. I haven't done a ton uh because like as an adult, as an adult it's hard like I I can't fucking keep up with these fucking kids doing these I was like this commit this the commitment to the show a week is about what I can do. I'll think about doing a video and then I'm like it's it 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 just takes like for me it just takes more effort just because i'm like i have to like present visually to be a little bit visually interesting yeah Um, but let's go ahead and play x means to an end x and uh well not an end in itself and we'll be back listening to dead air
All right. Now we're getting to the real, the real hardcore. Because uh, none of that before was, of course. Uh, it's all fake but, core, dude. <laughs> X, X, I mean, we played uh, X. I will, I'm, I'm just glad that there's uh, still bands doing. So there, I, I haven't seen a band do the middle X in a while either. So like. Oh, yeah. At Focus X Minds. I like two X. I like two X's. Two okay. X's. Two, I'm, a, I'm a two X person. X space band name X. X Mosh X Files band. X. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, X I, Files X. Yeah. I, I like it. I, that guy's in a new band, right? Uh, dude, I have no idea. I know. I think they're playing. Well, no, that's a suicide file. They're playing the Bane show. No, X Files X. This is gonna bug me if I don't find out. Right you look now. it up, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep we'll, going. We'll keep going. X, but X Files X is tight. Um, Suicide Files is it? Oh yeah, Suicide Files playing the is playing the indecision of uh, thing too, right? Oh, X Files uh, Rival Mob. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, what, that's, what was, that's what I was. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was like because not in a new band, and then he's not, not a new band, but it's like. Newer, new, newer to those people. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's in a band. He's uh, in a fucking fantastic metal band. Um, yeah. That. Oh God, I fucking forgot the name, but it's so it's so good. If you if you like like if you like classic like classic metal, this is that's that that's the type. It's and maybe like um with some like candle mass vibes too. That's what's that's what's going on with the uh, Epicus Dumicus Metallicus, something oh, like man. that. But but yeah. no, it's, it's literally, but it's 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 better than that and catchier than that. It's like anything, Dakota and Jackson. Anything oh, yeah. that guy does is fucking is fucking just absolutely killer in my book. Um, but we're gonna play uh, Planet on a Chain. Um, they've been at uh, it's is Dave from uh fucking tear it up i didn't even realize that i've been seeing this this going all over the place and like i didn't know who was doing this band so that's really cool listening to it it's just it's just like if i were to call a band straight up hardcore this Mm. that's what this that's what this is there's like down the road meat and potatoes hardcore that's what that's what I would say the ma- like mainstay hardcore sound would be in my in my uh, in my opinion. This is the good Lord Ian Mackay intended. Yeah, man. Sometimes you gotta take it back a little bit and just like go to like the most organic form of it. Because I think to me that some of my favorite stuff, like my favorite, I would say arguably my favorite band right now is like Restraining Order. And it's the same deal. Like it's just straight up like hardcore. It's going fast as fuck, and it's just no thrills really, and it's just about singing along and just being a, a nut job. I would say that, but I think this is almost even more middle of the road because there are some like more for for uh, restraining order. There's some punk and some oi influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With no, this, with right. this, there's more of like what you could see on just like straight up, like this. Uh, you see with the uniform with the uniform choice, like that. Straight up, like the ma- like mainstay, uh, you know, '80s hardcore. He's wearing a uniform choice uh, shirt on the cover of that album yeah, 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 as well. That that's cool. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, so that's what I'm like. That's like super middle of the road of a specific 
era specific time. That's like what I mean. Yeah, because uh, like I said, the I love I like Restraining Order a lot. I love I love that band, but I don't think there this is really digging from too many other punk influences other than its own. It's recycling the the basically the stuff that um that Dave's been doing for for mm. ever. Yeah. What I what's so cool about it to me though, I mean, look at what I'm wearing right now. I love you know just straight up 80s DC, you know style stuff. But I mean, I think what's so like even cooler about playing on the chain is that Dave is like pretty old, but it doesn't <laughs> it, it, it like like it doesn't feel like he's a 45 year old man trying to like make a punk band again, you know. It feels like he's just been going for his whole career. Yeah. Like, I mean, like if you just listen on this track, the way he comes in mm-hmm. is just like furious. He hasn't lost any of the teenage angst. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> it's still like you look at the cover, it's just demented. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, then let's, let's turn it over to, cause there are obviously people that are, you know, older and older and punk doing cool things with and they and some of them don't do bands anymore if they do they come back just to play their old music um and then and then there's also like i think i think this is a cool vibe what are what are your thoughts on uh, on on the on the vocals of the world the vocals of the world no scott vo- like scott like scott vogel oh the tarot ter- ter- oh. vocalist yeah oh like because he's done that he's been doing the same shit and putting out like I actually really like the last terror record, like like personally, like the with but and I think I'm maybe maybe it's because I'm old, but it feels <laughs> no see it feels like he's still cause he's been doing the same thing since I was since I was in fucking middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like it's let he he has personally let up any any. Yeah, I mean, he even has that new band, um, Bad Blood. Yeah, yeah, the Bad Blood band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The EP is coming out on Flat Spot, I guess, in like a couple days at this point. Yeah, but no. I, want, I just wanted on. I wanted honest. You can be. You can be brutal. As Dude, a, as no, a, as I specifically That's the way you should be if you're like an actual old head in hardcore. Yeah, yeah, because like I mean, you guys can find some old heads on you. No, 30s isn't really old, but, not, I, not but then Scott Vogel's 50. Yeah, he's in his 50s. Feels, you know, kicking ass. And there's a lot of, it, thanks to the, the beautiful internet, there's a lot of uh, evidence to show how to not be a, a graceful old head into hardcore, <laughs> but Scott Vogel's doing it right. Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel. I don't think you can really age out of hardcore. I don't think, that, I don't think there's like a, well, when you hit this age, you need to shut up. You know, but like I, I feel like it used it to be like that though. Yeah. <laughs> even though even though one of my most popular clips from last year was me say I never once said that uh, you can you have to uh quit hardcore. I just said old people on old people should be have their Facebook uh privileges revoked at a certain age as far as no, 100%. I don't I don't 100%. need to hear your hardcore opinions. I said you could still go to shows, buy merch. Go like support the bands. My generation had mosh pits. Oh, yeah. Yours had safe spaces. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so no, just, it, I don't want to. 
I don't want a minor threat. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, no. I think if you're older and in hardcore, I think you kind of have you you kind of owe it to the kids to kind of step back and let them take over. Yeah, it's a passing of the torch, man. Yeah, well, it, it, that's how it is for any sort of underground, you know, super fervorous scene, I guess. But then I think you never really age out of it, but it's just more of if your mentality stays the same, you maintain the values. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a point where you have to step out. It's just some people continue to be involved, but also change in a bad, change for the worst as people. And then kind of like they, you, you get the values, but they don't progress as like people, like, in, but in terms of like that, but then you have people that will age and like learn from their mistakes, but still have the ethos. It's, it, it, yeah. You don't want to be a, a curmudgeon stuck in like whatever year you came into hardcore. Yeah. We know a certain somebody like that. Oh, yeah, we do. There's, there's tons of people like that. And there's, there's are, one in particular. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're reaching the halfway point. So we're going to try to power through some of these next uh, few songs. Let's go ahead. We're going to play Planet of the Chain and we'll be back. Shout out, old people. played planet on a chain um we played the first we played the first track on boxed in and after uh up next we're gonna play some more rev we're gonna play i actually love this band they perform really fucking well um big laugh um i haven't sat with the whole rev release but live this band is super good they're just they're high quality high quality fucking hardcore yeah man um i think if we're talking about how playing on a chain is that straight meat and potatoes hardcore i think big laugh is that straight 
it is New York sound. Like I think they have that booming percussion and like almost sort of thrash and metallic influence. Yeah, I mean they're kind of putting in like if you go like chronologically in order of their releases, they're gradually putting in extra elements of stuff. Like they were more like straightforward from the get go, but like from hearing like different interviews that they've done, they're they're like just extra stuff and it's getting more creative. And that's, that's what I liked when I saw them mm-hmm. in jail. Cause I saw them in Richmond, I guess maybe a month or so ago. And it, they killed, absolutely killed. Did almost as good as jail, which is saying a lot. I think they might've heard youth of today and judge before. <laughs> yeah. They, they might've listened to those bands. Maybe so. No, but like those are great bands. So. They opened up for a one step closer. Uh, they were like, they, they met up for a mini run on a one step closer tour and they just mm. they fuck it they 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 killed it. it was another um i'm not i can't think of the band right now but there's another band with uh, members of um another band with joey and uh and casey from every movie is good apex predator gang mm. and more it was another band uh like straight up um punk hardcore band that was really good they did a judge cover and uh and they toured with Big Lap, but I was like, when I saw it, it was like, the, it was it was it was phenomenal live, and so they they have really they just have really solid music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's cool that like just because I mean, getting in the hardcore people still big talks like rev up because you know like down to nothing was on on rev, and that's like a more like local regional thing, and it's cool to see them like decades on still putting out music people give a shit about like the drain record from like a year or two ago and then the last two tracks really yeah hmm? how did i not know that's one of my favorite albums how did i not know that? Well, now you know wow i'm embarrassed <laughs> like no yeah rev like has been doing it like like if you look at triple b the first thing that they the only thing they have on for this year is the never-ending game um, and initiate uh, records. They've they've really chilled out this year, which I think is fa- totally fine because they were. I feel like some of the some of these records are get some of these record labels are giving other labels time to 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 breathe, catch up. Mm-hmm. Like flats, like flat spots, fucking killing it. Days is killing it for like the newer bands. Um, I'm seeing some other labels that are like once one um, label is getting more crazy, just good releases and getting recognized, it's making space for another label. It's almost like bands. It's making space for another like collective of bands, not collective just action. one band, collective of bands to rise up. You, Trevor, and, can you say can you say the words collective action, please? Collective action. There Let's go. go. Collective, <laughs> collective action hardcore. Yeah, now we've been, now we've been, <laughs> the, the shout out has been official. Yeah, collective action HC on Instagram. You heard it here first. Shout out to collective action HC. Um, it's not straight edge, but it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Almost straight. Oh, it's almost straight. The best, the best, almost straight edge band of 2023. Yeah, <laughs> that that's an award I'll take to my grave. I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> Member of the best almost straight edge band from Roanoke in 2023. Yeah. 
You got to keep it hyper fucking specific and then you get them awards. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. I'm the, yeah, um, big laugh on Rev. And I think, I think you can hear, um, cause doesn't, doesn't Ray of today still run Rev? I don't know who runs Rev anymore, to be honest with you. I, I knew at one point, but it's just, this knowledge is not any in my brain anymore. Negative. I don't know. Negative. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I'm thinking they uh, they have a very consistent sound they like to stick with. Yeah, I mean, there is like a rev sound and if they've deterred from that, like on and off. But like, I feel like this kind of fits in like maybe the classical sound, you know, like from like the early 80s and like early 90s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, we're going to get to it and we'll be uh, right back. You're listening to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. to the mosh on dead air we played some planet on the chain and a big laugh played some rev releases just to learn you for some rev stuff um just a reminder ray co-founded um rev and uh also is known for doing some some uh signing some interesting acts on uh equal vision uh basically launching that to you know to get shelter off the way out the way but from what i've i don't even know i honestly never verified this fact but i've heard on the street that he discovered we came as romans and you know what i'm 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 going i don't even there's sometimes i don't even want to go like i don't want to fact check that because i don't care i think it's a funny thing that I'm I'm just gonna keep spreading the word that that Ray Ray is the reason we have we came as Romans in the world. Uh, are the other um, terrible metalcore bands he signed? Uh, 
God. Let's, it, it, they would all be part of Equal Vision Records. You just got to look at the roster and anything from like that time period when I was a scene kid and wore bright red pants, then is what he signed. <laughs> like there obviously there's what uh, there's Chiodos. Um, there's some good stuff. And then there's some just. Uh, yeah. We came as Romans at one point was on was on there. Uh bunch is a bunch of passable things but like god damn i mean he's yeah i don't i still we gave us romans is pretty goddamn bad uh <laughs> but for real we should we should transition to something that is good yeah <laughs> we should but we're not going to <laughs> now, now you you just we decided to go down this uh rabbit hole here down this rabbit hole. I want to see what the absolute word coheed and Cambria. Actually, I like. I, I don't mind. I don't mind that. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, like, I. I never got into them, but a lot of my friends around like that time period were big fans. So I, I, I can't hate it. I guess. Like, there's bands that got that were, like. It's not. No, it's nothing. Is see, I'm looking and it's like, yeah, we came as Romans might be the only really. Oh, there's this band called Set It Off, not the Mad Ball song. <laughs> they're they're really they're really bad. Oh, oh set it off. um, Pierce the Veil. Oh, there no, you go. Pierce God. the Pierce the fucking the that's that's a big one. The big one of the biggest TikTok uh, bands. All right, all right, look, man, look what Collide with the Sky. No good album. No everything else. I don't care about. We we are gonna. I'm not that, gonna entertain. That's <laughs> okay, look, 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 look. That album is really nostalgic for people in my age group, and I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll I won't die on that hill, but I might get injured on that hill. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just cr- this is just crazy going from you going from that to like they got fucking Crown of Thorns and and Earth Crisis, and then you got. Uh, Pierce, I mean, this is this is definitely like a victory effect type thing because obviously victory goes into some shit that's like that's that's just like god awful. And but like overall, there's some fucking obviously save they got they got refused saves the day. They also like mm-hmm. have one of the biggest the I mean, he got some shit that went to top 40 fucking uh Portugal the man. Oh shit. <laughs> Wait, today got, oh my god portugal the man i mean they still play like pretty huge festivals i'm i don't know how much i i need to look into his finances that's what i'm gonna do after the episode because <laughs> okay, like no that's a that's probably if if anything got that is a billboard certified hit the the yeah. uh that one portugal the man song that was on all the fucking commercials it was all uh feel it still the, yeah, 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 yeah yeah that's a, that fucking song is is the, the, by far the biggest song that probably came out like like success wise that has come out of this label um yeah that's it's it's a let's move i will allow us to move on to hard okay cool. <laughs> i will i will allow us but it was fun seeing um jack in agony for like <laughs> a couple yeah. a, a couple minutes um so we're gonna move on to uh mosh music once again um I've only listened a little bit for what I heard. This 
should be something that would probably hurt a lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's in, and it's in and it's in Tampa. Six packs. Six angry. paths. The six paths is a pretty. I just as as far as demos go, like this is probably one of the strongest ones I've heard this year. I would say when I was listening to it last night, just to like remind myself like what all it sounded like i got like all out war vibes and then like obviously like maybe later like perseverance and onward hate breed and then um shattered realm was another thing and like in the vocals and like some of the riffage i feel like there's the mad ignorant parts are very shattered realm and so i think that just is a, a perfect combination for like a mosh cocktail you know like you're just you're going in with like face masks you don't want facial recognition you're trying to beat people up once we're off the air, we can talk about hate breed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but six pet, like, no, that's I need to listen to more. I need to listen to more of this. And also, this shit's you have no reason to not listen to this. Shit's free on Bandcamp. Um it's yeah. um download download this shit. Um and I love Mosh Tracks under two minutes. I always talk about it on this show. Get in, get out, beat the fuck out of someone. Don't let, don't make it last too long unless you can make it interesting. We're gonna yeah. have where we we'll probably get to a band that does uh, have some longer tracks that make it that in my mind make it interesting. But if you don't, just do the just do the ass Peter parts, and I think that's what this band's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it to ninety to one hundred twenty seconds, and you're golden. Yeah, the last three tracks are gonna be ass beaters. So uh, anything else before we move on? Because we'll. We'll just kind of speed through the till we'll speed the last two tracks till the end. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's all I really know about that band. And it's just uh, another example of how good Florida is doing right now. They got a, a lot of good heavy shit going on. I want to go. I I kind of want to go to Florida and like I want I want to go back. I want to go back. I also just want to explore Florida too, not like fucking Disney World, but see these the, those fucking uh, redneck motherfuckers that are going into the swamps at night and shit like I, i've been getting a lot of those tiktoks <laughs> of people just like doing doing that type of florida shit and i'm like i kind of want to do florida shit with florida people and i want to see the real floor the florida fucking monkeys because they got like they're wild they have wild monkeys out there oh, like, shit yeah you go down because they're because it's connected because the further south you get to the isle you know connected to the islands and whatnot so mm. so tropical with like actual tropical animals there's the only place in america that has actual like Maybe that maybe in Hawaii, but I don't I don't think so. But like my like actual monkeys, like real I'm gonna have to look that up because I did I did not know that at all. That's native crazy. native fucking monkeys that are fucking but they're but they're just as fucking they're they're evil. They're they're gonna fuck <laughs> with, they're gonna fuck with you while they're 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 throwing shit at you when you're going in those little boats through the swamps. Um, oh yeah. But I kinda wanna do I would I wanna do Florida shit. So let's do some Florida shit right now. We'll be back. Laughing in the throat 
mosh on dead air we played six paths with nightmare world up next we're gonna play hard mine from france yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's another euro euro another it's another euro mosh mosh shit and i can go with the i can go with the 240 for the for the track time i'm it uh so far didn't stay too didn't stay way too long um mm-hmm. But that's all I that's all I fucking know about this. We play we're gonna play Taste of Death. Yeah, I mean this band is I found out about them when they released Corrupted Souls back in 2019. I think a friend of mine did uh part of their art either for this record or like their logo. And so I just found it that way. And it's kind of like in the vein, like we were talking about a second ago off air. Like you when people hear about bands from France, they're like, oh, it's if it's heavy, it sounds like kickback or like the hate thousand stuff and this is yep. this is not the case this is very wow. much like knuckle dust like like maybe even like like stout kind of stuff like that the label that uh the i forgot the uk oh ruction ruction records out of the uk that put out the stout records it's like that kind of sound so you're getting like this sort of beat down polished like metalcore stuff and it's just it's good like i can it's one of those like records that like flow like a lot of hardcore records, I mean, they, they do flow, but they don't flow in the same way as like other genres of music. But this one kind of does have a good like flow to it, like a professionalism to it, I guess. So I, I'm kind of impressed by that. And it's cool to see them make more stuff. because It's been about four years since they released music. So happy to hear a couple more tracks from them. And I think it's also goes like with having professionalism, like and not overdoing it with like over polished because that's mm-hmm. i think that's what like i think uh europe can get away with it for sure they've um and that's why at first before we like before the turn into the 2020s i was cool with like the first like sonat the first tsunami stuff the um never ending game demos stuff because there was like a little less polished heavy music because i was like I feel like I was getting a lot of stuff that was like um, heavy stuff from Europe that was just super, super polished heavy music where I'm like, I need I need something a little bit like more bulldoze bulldoze production. And yeah, and that's what I'm that's what I'm and that's what I'm looking and that's what I'm looking for. And but now that there is having a bit more of a balance, I'm okay with this especially where it's coming from i just don't want to hear i i don't want to hear too many super polished beatdown bands because it gets into it almost gets into heavy metalcore territory where i don't want to hear yeah it, 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 it loses or, some or of like death the... or or late 2000s death core territory yeah that's that's what, yeah that's where you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was in the late two, so deathcore sometimes can can. There's some there's some that can hit with me. The the first the first I will. And it's only because, like I said, with the metalcore, like 
like armed for battle and stuff like that. It's only because I was I was there and around at the time. If I sure. Now, and also we can't lie that there hasn't been some deathcore leaning parts in some of the newer heavy music that's in hardcore. Definitely some hardcore. The the fucking tsunami with the with the with the dude from Animosity doing his little dude. You took thing. the you took the words right out of my mouth because they did the Animosity cover on the promo that uh, came I guess a few months back, and I was like. That's one of those bands from that era that I still think holds up because like all those guys were like below the age of 17 when they wrote that record, uh, like the first really good one. And I just it's insanely brutal and it just fits. It's just very like up the bay. First and first, I declare war record with the original singer mm-hmm. had a had a dude that was all about hardcore. And he and so that stuff, it was ridiculous. But like. <sighs> It was it was really fucking over it was over the fucking top with the with the uh with the lyrics, but uh and they did they did by far one of my the only Christmas albums I cared about. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I heard a deathcore version of um Away in a Manger Jesus Christ. That's, that's literally Jesus Christ. It was um <laughs> it, it, All right, it we'll pretty, play it this pretty, we'll, it was like Lorna Shore Deathcore too, right? <laughs> All right, we've we've said some we've we've said too many bad things on this break. So let's let's <laughs> let's move on for the people, and uh, we're gonna play we're gonna play this track right now. We're gonna play "Hard Mind" with "Taste of Death." We'll be right back. Just drop 
All right, we're ending the show in just a just a few minutes. We're gonna talk. We're uh, we well, what did we play before? We played Hard Mind with Taste of Death. Up next, like normally, this is what I re- these are these will be bands I reserve for the playlist. Um, but because we're talking about hardcore, we're gonna we're just going for it. And probably, if you haven't made it to the end of this record yet, this is a this is a good this is a good track. So I listened to it uh all the way through last night for the first time and this by far for zulu a new tomorrow is um this caught my ear the most out of all the all the material just as a full record i've always liked it but it was never something like i would put in in my car to listen and as far as to that I think that's okay because lyrically and just like message wise, this music really isn't for me. Um, And that's the point. And I think that part is cool. I, but I'm uh, regardless, I still support and love this band as a live band and as a band that I think is important to the landscape of hardcore right now. And one of the most important new bands that is making music and this release uh musically is really good we're gonna play the last track Huja bless no one curse it's i i i love this track i'm gonna let the jacks talk i'll let the young jack go go in on it since you you the, the stand of the two of us I am a huge Zulu fan. So um, I think I 100% agree with you. They're a super important band as far as the new scene goes. But I also think even outside of their message and what they're making music for, I think watching their evolution just as a band has been really cool because it started Mm -hmm. off just as a solo project. Yeah. But it has developed since the first couple EPs into this full band with like a different style and they're on flat spot and taking over the world and it's really awesome to see and i think this record was everything i wanted it to be um i was fully expecting you know like some standard zulu metalcore power violence stuff with the first two singles but then we're more than this dropped and it's this like you know super smooth jazz rap song Mm. um then the album came out and it's this just wonderful mix of metalcore and power violence, but then also, you know, there's spoken word poetry yeah. and there's jazz elements, rap elements and R&B. And even at the end of this song, there's like, it, it ends with this like traditional like folk song type thing, mm-hmm. you know, just with a drum and, you know, like a vocal chant type thing. And I think this song is really beautiful. I think it's a, Really excellent. And I think it's in music records with this much passion, this much. There's a lot of love in it and there's a lot of pain in it. I don't think you get records like that a lot in music in general. So this one really caught my ear for sure. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say about Zulu, I mean, I saw them for the first time at Disturbing the Peace was really blown away by their performance. Uh, it was exceptional. And I 
uh, obviously I, I haven't gone through the entire LP yet, but like from what I've listened and other from what other people have said, I like that they're incorporating other genres and elements into to this. That's just something I've, I'm finding that I enjoy more. If like a band taking risk, because mm-hmm. like there's so many bands that when they get assigned to like a bigger label or they're putting out their first LP, they're like wanting to keep things really close to the chest, not venture too far out from like their sound is. But like, I think Zulu took like a, a pretty significant risk sonically and it's, it paid off. I mean, uh, the thing I like about Bandcamp a lot is that you could get to see people's comments on it, like and the, what their favorite tracks are. And it, it go, the list goes on for forever, man. I mean, like this has gotten so much attention. I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be someone's album of the year for 2023. And I just, I'm curious to see what this band does moving forward. Um, I'd love to see him again too. Cause I honestly didn't know if I was going to like it. Like I like power violence stuff. But it's it's hit or miss. I have to see it live. And now that I've, they've won me over live, I'd, I'd love to see them again and just really hear these new tracks. Like, I love it. They open So they opened up with a Cold World cover on their um, West Coast tour with Buggin' um, in September, not late, early October. And it just, it was, it was just super good. It was a super good tour there. Hi- Headlining tour. I didn't go on their uh to their most recent one with Scowl. Um, mm. but I heard that was extremely packed as well. Um so yeah, no, this band it's gonna be on a, almost everyone's um I think it's gonna be on a ton of people's records of the year. I think it's gonna get I think it's gonna get some other recognition too as well, just like it could get some recognition outside of hardcore just cause like it has some elements that could reach, um, just other parts of metal and music. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's definitely very few bands can, um, incorporate what they're, what they are doing and incorporate mm-hmm. different parts and make it sound so seamless. Like only people I can think that can op that can do some stuff like this and not even on the same level is a band like cold world doing a bunch of different stuff but even zulu even more diverse with what they're what what they're pulling and i think it's there's also a a specific theme that they're trying to pull and it and it go and it goes very well for them yeah no i mean they knocked it out of the park so yeah no i i'll definitely it when when you can see the band definitely see it like this is probably the biggest song that um band that i've played all year on the show so this is this is uh get ready for some uh for some more if you want to hear more uh stuff like this i do a weekly playlist on spotify um of all just of some of my favorite tracks from newer stuff like a lot of the flat spot releases but if we're doing it on this you're gonna get a lot of shit you have um, that you're not hearing at, at other places unless you are tuned in to the jacks on uh, <laughs> on jacks. what it takes. So that's it. Um, final f- closing statements, closing words. Um, I appreciate you uh, getting us back on here. It's been a pleasure. Um, I will say that for anyone is listening that ordered uh, the zine that we did, it is being printed now 
just had a little bit of had always had hiccups every year I do this. So it is it, it is what it is. But I'm gonna be shipping those out here soon. And there still are some up for order if you hear this in time. Uh because I'm probably gonna take the link down in like a week or so. Um but other than that, yeah, we're just we're both just chilling here. Uh our band's first show is gonna be uh on Tuesday. We're playing one of the jive bomb gum dates in Roanoke. Um, so that'd be pretty sick. And other than that, man, just trying to keep up with all the hardcore stuff. It's always a challenge. It's absolutely. And I couldn't do, I literally couldn't do it without you guys. Cause sometimes the avenues where like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. And if it wasn't for places like y'all, it wouldn't help me. Uh, just, uh, it helps, it helps me, uh, keep in tune. So keep doing what y'all doing i'm sure we're gonna do another catching up uh, episode uh again real soon and uh oh yeah that's that's it we're gonna play uh we're gonna play zulu and uh that's the episode the, and thanks for the uh for the full for the full uh staff of what it takes uh to showing up thanks to thank you thank you uh thank you other jack for uh, <laughs> for making for making it Dude, this is my first ever podcast. As a matter of fact, I've never done this before. Dude, this is cool. This is this is awesome. I, I like I, like I'm get I'm getting older, so I need when like the only time is if I'm talking to the newer band. So like I like getting just newer perspectives from just people who are just fans of hardcore. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really sick. So. That's a that's enough. We've been yammering for a long time, so let's play the last track and we'll have another episode next week. All right. Peace. Peace. Hold tight. This is the last time you hear me. All I want is a love Cloud die. 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 Cloud
you don't.